In light of Stress Awareness Week and Entrepreneurship Month this November, we are shedding a light on the importance of taking time out to talk. We sat down with CEO and founder of Sean's Place, Debbie Rogers. Sean's Place was set up in 2019 after Debbie lost her brother who was just 34 after a long battle with mental health. We also find out how different people deal with stress and life's challenges. Hi Debbie, thank you so much for joining us for this um, special podcast that we're doing. Really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule, you know, as a mom, um, as an entrepreneur. So we really do appreciate it. How are you doing? How are you? Yeah, fine. Thank you so much for having us. We've been like working with the women's organization since day one. You was our very first ever <laughs> appointment. So it's nice to really sit down and talk with you about how we're doing now, you know, yeah. nearly two years later. Yeah, amazing. Well, you guys are doing amazing things with Sean's Place. And as I mentioned before, you know, the kind of activities that you guys do. But to anyone that is listening and doesn't know kind of what Sean's Place is, can you kind of tell us a little bit more about the organisations and what activities you do as well? Yeah, so Sean's Place provides mental health and wellbeing support to men. Um, We are based in Saturn, but we support men from right across Liverpool. Um, we are very early intervention support. We want to be able to get in there as soon as possible so that men don't feel that they have to reach the point of crisis before they get support. Um, so we provide a range of support and that can be from you know cookery lessons, guitar lessons, things yeah. just so that people can make friends and things like that. But then we also provide counselling and cognitive behavioural therapy support as well, which is more one-to-one. So it's a very varied programme that we offer. And that's just because mental health is, it's like physical health. It's not a one-size-fits-all. Um, like so it, yeah, yeah, we do hope we have something for everybody. Yeah, that's really, really good. And as you said, I think, you know, it definitely is a one size fits all because it looks different on every single kind of person and everyone has a different experience that they bring along. So it's great that you're able to try and tailor, you know, to to, to different experiences and different people as well. So it's really great what you guys do. Um, obviously, there is a story behind Sean's Place. Can you tell us a little bit more about what inspired it and what was the kind of, you know, trigger behind setting up Sean's Place? Yeah, of course. Well, Sean was my brother. Um, he died two years ago in the July 2019. He mm-hmm. sadly took his own life. And we tried to find support for Sean for years. Um, and he had medication, he had counselling. Yeah. But what he really needed was somewhere he can go and make friends and just grow his confidence and really have a purpose to his life. And whenever we tried to find that support, the only thing that people would offer him would be a gym membership or, you know, he could go with the football with his friends and that just wasn't for Sean. So when he died, we knew there was a big gap there where there was other men feeling exactly the same and the support wasn't there for them. You know, as a woman, I'm very fortunate if I want support, there's several places I can go to just within Stepton, but for men, that support just didn't exist. So, um, I just thought, you know, someone's got to give it a go. Someone's got to make, like, stop more men from dying because the support isn't available. So I just threw myself into it, hoped that it would work, and thankfully it has. Yeah, yeah. No, really fantastic. And obviously to have something so inspiring coming out of such a difficult situation is great because, you know, you can help other people, um, you know, uh, on their journey and provide that gap that was there that you know that your brother kind of needed and stuff like that which is fantastic yeah that's it we see it like so many inspirational stories every day where Sean's place has changed the lives of those who have come through the door and the stories are just mind-blowing but sadly we get men coming to us who are in the 80s and they get quite emotional oh. when they meet us because they're like oh I can't believe like I've only just found you now and they've been struggling yeah. all that time on their own 
So the support is definitely needed and, you know, more places like Sean's Place would definitely be encouraged to be open because men do want the support and they will come. They just need the doors to be open for them to walk yeah. through. Yeah, it's so good. And you touched, you know, you touched on a subject about mental health affects all of us and in different ways as well. And, um, you know, we're doing this podcast as in November, you know, there's a stress awareness week, which is, you know, it impacts all of us. And I think, you know, stress definitely does impact your mental health as well. Um, and how would you say that you've seen stress in, you know, those clients that have come in? Does it affect their mental health? Absolutely. I think people underestimate how powerful stress can be. And mm. it doesn't just affect your mental health, but also physically. Um, yeah. I know personally, when I was suffering with stress, I, I got pains on my arms. I actually went to the doctors. It was shortly after Sean died. And they said, I think I'm having a heart attack. And yeah. I wasn't exaggerating. The pains on my arms were so intense. And I got them in my legs and I started feeling sick in my stomach. And they were like, this is stress. Stress can really affect you physically and it can make you wow. feel really unwell. Um, and then when we've met the guys at Sean's place and they've been telling us about the stress they've been experiencing, they too have said it, it can really produce physical symptoms. And if we're not aware of them, we can let them go on, think, you know, yeah. not really taking much notice to it. But stress can be really serious. And that's why we have to get in there as soon as possible. If you start mm -hmm. noticing signs of stress, deal with yeah. it at the earliest opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And, as you know, as you said there that... Um, that you experience a bit of stress like how do you deal with your stress and um you know what kind of triggers um stress you out as well yeah I think I told my friends I was doing this podcast today and they all laughed because <laughs> I am quite stressed at the moment we're going oh. through like a big period of growth for Sean's place so it probably wasn't I'm not probably not the best advocate for it today <laughs> but again you know if I'm feeling stressed the first thing that comes on to me is these pains that I get in my arms I get a bit of an upset stomach yeah. I don't really eat very much and it's really difficult to manage once it gets to that point. So I always say, you know, the minute that the stress starts building up, talk to somebody, you know, find that friend or find that mentor, whoever it is in your life and make sure you tell them about the things that you're experiencing and the stress that you're having. Because sometimes yeah. when you talk about it, it's never as bad as you have in your head. We always okay. make situations, you know, we multiply our stress levels ourselves with our own worst yeah. enemies most of the time. So when you say it out loud and you're talking to somebody about it, it's never as bad as it seems. And then symptoms that, you know, I've been experiencing in the past that they wouldn't occur because we've got in there a bit earlier and dealt with yeah. it. Yeah. And I think something like stress, obviously, it affects all of us and it affects all of us in different ways. And I think a lot of people think, oh, only when I'm at a point with stress like this then I should go and look for help or then I should mm. you know but I think as you said dealing with stress early on as soon as simply as having that chat with your friend or taking that break away from work or away from a situation that is causing you stress because once stress builds up you know as you mentioned it causes other things health issues and you know um you know affects your mental health and stuff like that yeah, absolutely. And sleep is like, the, you know, that's one of the big issues that we see at the moment. People mm. are suffering with the mental health because they're not getting enough sleep. They're not sleeping yeah. because they're stressed. And it's this really vicious cycle that some people find themselves in. And stress is such a blase word. A lot of people, you know, throw, it's like a buzzword or oh, feel really stressed yeah. today. And, yeah. you know, st stress can be good stress as well. You know, sometimes, you know, if there's a lot of positive things going on in your life, that can also be quite stressful, even though it's mm. good stress and our bodies respond in a different way. But sometimes it's recognizing, is it good stress or is it bad stress? You know, what is it that's causing these problems? And 
do they is it something that you need to talk to your friends about or is this something that will blow over because you know you're just going through a period of growth in your business or it might be that there's you know a new baby in your family whatever yeah. it is you yeah. know it's, it's about recognize what is it that's causing you stress and is it good stress or is it bad stress yeah that's really really good because the other question I was going to ask is can we ever get rid of stress but as you said it is just something that's natural a part of us is humans and you know you get good stress which you don't think about like as you said a new baby it's stressful because you know the late nights and stuff but it's a good stress because you've got this blessing kind of in your life in a way so we can't really get rid of stress but we need to find ways to deal with it you know absolutely we say to everyone at Sean's place you know that our our journey through life is such a roller coaster it's never going to be plain sailing you know no one wants plain sailing sometimes as well Mm. because you do want them highs but and you know with highs will always come lows as well unfortunately yeah. and we have a lot of guys who where the mental health you know is leveling out and they're feeling really good and things are going really really well and then life gets in the way and you know something will happen and some of them take it as a big knock and they're like oh I thought I was doing well and I'm not because this has happened and it's like no 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 you, you're still doing well this is just life you know this is just yeah. a bump in the road and you've now got the skills and the ability to overcome that because you've been working on your mental health and, you know, the things that have caused you stress previously. So, you know, stress will always happen. It will always be around us. It's just about having the tools to overcome that, really. Yeah. And I love how you said about, like, you know, it's just a bump in the road because I think sometimes you can look at some situations and think, this is is it. This is for life. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But actually, it is just a really small part maybe of your of your chapter of your life or just that little small bump that you kind of need to you know that you'll get over um, yeah eventually kind of thing. and sometimes we can cope with it it depends on the day and you know what's going on in your life and the environment that you're in sometimes we can cope with the problem really well on say, yeah. this day but on another day it can just floor us so it is about mm. how you're feeling as a whole whether you can overcome yeah. that situation easily or whether you do need a bit of support to get through it yeah yeah that's good um obviously sean's place you set up as a social enterprise um which is fantastic uh why did you decide to kind of go down that route when you were setting up the business i think the reason why we wanted to do that was because we wanted the support to be as free as possible so we don't Mm. charge for any of our services but obviously we need to be able to generate an income as well within sean's place because grant funding is never guaranteed sadly you know fundraising had to come to a halt for a lot of charities during covid so we wanted multiple sources of income at sean's place to make sure that our service was sustainable so we have been looking at new ways that we're able to generate income through the social enterprise for example and within the new premises we've got we've got a kitchen a massive kitchen so mm-hmm. our plan is that we can train some of our members up to become um in food hygiene certificates and you know wow. be able to run a kitchen so that they are able to run the kitchen themselves and generate some income into sean's place through sales from the kitchen yeah um so it's little things like that that we can do but it can still be a charitable organization the service can still be free to those who access it but there's also positive ways that we can upskill those who come through the door and generate some income into the business as well yeah and i think some people also think that social enterprises is just there's no way of making profit or there's no way of kind of doing a business as a social enterprise but with social enterprise what it is is the profits just go back into the business isn't it like how would you explain it yeah 100% so we've been able to keep our service free and that was so important to me because my brother he sadly had a gambling addiction as well so if Sean's place existed then and it cost money that would have wheeled him out there was no way he could have attended 
and not everybody i don't believe that you should have to pay for support at the moment there's no reason to be able to do that in you know in 2021 liverpool mm. um so we wanted to make sure the service was free but obviously to do that we needed to be able to generate income different ways and yeah. with the profits going back into the organization it just means that we're able to do that yeah yeah no that's really good um so what was one of the things that surprised you about running a social enterprise um, I think, sadly, it was how competitive um, social enterprises are and have to be because it is doggy dog when it comes to applying for funding. You know, we mm. work with some incredible organisations, but sadly, we're also up against them when it comes to pitching for grant funding, mm. for example. And, you know, going into this, it was such a surprise because it wasn't something you expected to happen. Yeah. I assume that every, you know, every charity that is doing incredible work would be supported and they wouldn't have to go through the rigmarole of, you know, applying and getting knocked back mm-hmm. and being declined. But sadly, it happens and it's really, really challenging. So you yeah. have to learn very quickly how to bid right and how to, you know, get your statistics in and how to get your feedback in and all of this like new sort of world that I found myself in that yeah. I just didn't expect to happen. Um but it, it, it's lovely because you do get to talk about your organisation when you're writing these bids, but it's it's very competitive out there as well. Mm. Yeah, no, that's a good kind of heads up to have. And obviously having as much support as well when you're setting up a social enterprise so that when you do get to that point, you aren't super surprised by it, but you're aware that it's something that you you know you need to think about for the future and be aware of when setting yeah. up a social enterprise. I think it? the best thing I did was find a mentor. So there's... Um, chap over who runs a charity on the wood and he, he just guided me through all of these processes and the things Amazing. that I really struggle with and you only know what you know really and you know no one Good. suddenly wakes up one morning and knows how to run a social enterprise <laughs> so learning from somebody who's been there they've done that they've made the mistakes you know they've been knocked back but also mm. have had loads of positive experiences finding somebody like that can just make it so much easier so anybody who is thinking about doing this find yourself a mentor who's already Mm. in that world to guide you through it yeah really good really really good so uh, why would you say social enterprises are good for the community oh they are like the pillars of the community and I think COVID really highlighted that like a lot of us knew that our work was really good and really positive and really you know there for the people who need it but then COVID really highlighted that actually they're providing the food, they're providing the company, they're providing the experiences. Like whatever you look in your community, you'll find little pockets of good. Um, yeah, that's good. really yeah. They're, they're supporting people when they need it most, really, mm-hmm. rather than them having to go on the waiting list. They're there, they're open, and they're ready to help. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fantastic. And I think, as you said, it is the pillar of the community because you know, with a social enterprise, there's a there's a cause behind it. There's a reason why, you know, there's a problem that you're trying to help with. Um, and obviously that helps everyone in the community in a way. And um, it is definitely very important for how social enterprises. Um, so for anyone that is listening and they're thinking, you know what, I've got this great idea or, or I see this need and I really want to provide for it or I want to do something like what advice would you give to anyone looking to kind of set up a business possibly a social enterprise just do it like I think if we all sat down and wrote a list of reasons why we shouldn't do it well then nobody ever would so I think you do have to you know I just 
dive straight into it really I came and had a meeting of the women's organization I was like I've got this idea and I don't know if it's gonna work I don't know if I can do it yeah. and my mentor at the women's organization was like you can and you will and you're going to basically Amazing. and I did and I think if I'd have sat down and wrote all the reasons why I'm not the right person to do this I, I never would have done it and Sean's place mm. wouldn't exist and the people who come to Sean's place would never have got the support that they needed so yeah, yeah just, just do it just dive in find yourself a mentor and go for it because nobody ever you know felt worse for trying anything yeah that's good and you know you try if you succeed fantastic if you don't at least you've tried and you know you've tried you know what I mean um and it's never really a failure it's always something that you can learn from kind of thing yeah um okay so in light of you know stress awareness week what is one thing that you would advise someone to do if they're feeling stressed currently talk to somebody and I know that sounds really cliche but as we said before when it's just you and you're going through the stress and you're playing everything over in your mind you're multiplying the problem because you're just stewing over it and by talking to somebody and saying it out loud most of the time you come to your own conclusion that it's not as bad as you think it is or at least by talking it through with somebody they might be able to come up with a solution that will help you so Mm. even if it's a friend if it's a work colleague if it's a mentor whoever it is just talk to somebody at the earliest opportunity yeah and there's you know there's loads of organizations out there where you know like helplines and stuff like that that you can call and talk to someone because sometimes it can be hard talking to maybe a loved one or a colleague because they might have an idea in their head of oh that person's always jolly or they you know they haven't got any life issues and we might feel embarrassed that we're getting stressed about certain things but I think as you said just talking about it is the is the best step you can take yeah there's an amazing app called the hub of hope app and i promote it every time i do something like this and it's literally a free app you can download on your phone and if you put in your postcode it'll bring up all the support services in your area and that can be for teenagers women men elderly people whoever it is there's something for everybody there's also a pile of free numbers on there as well so if you don't physically need to go into somewhere you can phone Mm. the likes of the samaritans or you know there's other free contact numbers on there so there's somebody to talk to 24 7 yeah yeah fantastic really really good okay so what uh, one thing would you advise someone who's looking to set up a business or setting up a business currently what's that one piece of advice um I think find a mentor uh, that yeah. it's definitely done me the world of good because as I yeah. said before you only know what you know and there's yeah. no harm in asking for help especially if they've already been there done it there's mm-hmm. you know why not learn from somebody who's been through that process themselves they've made the mistakes for you so you don't have to make their mistakes they've already done that so you can you know bypass that mistake I suppose um but yeah find somebody that you trust and ask around ask you know on social media for a mentor there'd be so many Mm. people who would you know gladly want to share their experience and guide you through that process yeah that's good wonderful um I know I kind of asked you this already but what would you say is like what is the one aim and goal of Sean's Place to continue to provide free and immediate access to support amazing amazing so good so where can we like you know find out about sean's place like are you on instagram facebook website where can we find you yeah well on all the social media channels i'm also on linkedin as well and then our website is www.seansplace.org.uk fantastic well debbie thank you so much for chatting to us you know, chatting to us about what Sean Place is doing, absolutely fantastic. And I just wish you the best of luck with the new building and just so excited for what you guys are going to do in 2022. And thank you for sharing like your stress tips as well. Um, you know, you're such an inspiration. And if we had more people like you in the community, 
you know, things would be so different and, you know, people's lives would be changed. So thank you for all that you do and, you know, all the effort that you put in, you know, really does make a difference. So thank so you. grateful for you and, and thank you so much for being part of the podcast as well. Thank you. Thank you so thank much. You. So stress awareness to me um, means that, you know, we're breaking down a stigma um, that we're not meant to be okay all the time. It's known when my body is telling me that I'm stressed, even though my mind might not be telling me. Talking to people, whether it be friends, colleagues, is definitely something to help me minimise my stress. So be genuine, be sensitive, be sincere uh, with yourself and take a break. 